Hello and welcome once again to uh, Wondering Monster, the uh, America's Test Table, where I understand what's happening and what our intro is. My name is John Baltusberger. <laughs> I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. I think that it is apropos, um, considering the national holidays, the time of year, um, to talk about frogs. Uh, let me rephrase. Let me be clear. It is apropos to talk not about frogs, but about frog. You see, uh, in the book of Exodus, uh, <laughs> in, in the Torah, in the uh in the uh once we get to Deuteronomy Passover, <laughs> once we get once uh the Seder, the Passover Seder, uh you go through the plagues, uh all the plagues, and boy howdy, I'm as a man with a flu right now, I can tell you a little bit about plague. Um <laughs> Charles, correct me if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh I've done this podcast with COVID, mm -hmm. flu, cold. Mm -hmm. Post-surgery, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, I look, I am blessing this show with Nurgle's smoochies every yep. single week, and you guys should be thankful uh, that See, it's a virtual is, show. The truth is we all actually live in Austin. We're just unwilling to be in the same room <laughs> as John. That is. It's really he's gonna, fair and he's good. He's going to give us so, something. Okay. Like, living Pass behind over. and off to the side. Awkward. <laughs> So, uh, so going back, going back to what the show is really about, which is esoteric Judaism, um, <laughs> there's a there's this great part of the of the uh, Passover Seder where you name off all the plagues. You know, I have the plague of blood, the plague of plague of gnats and boils of them, and the plague of frog. Now, John, isn't like it's plague of frogs? Frogs are raining down. No. The Hebrew is for a singular frog. So Weird. there is a there is a midrash. There are two midrash that are about this uh, that I love. One, of course, is that um, it is a massive kaiju-sized frog. Kaiju oh. frog is biblically accurate. Mm. Now I say this to say that I am already writing that book, so back the fuck off. Um, <laughs> the other thing, the other, the other thing, and I really, really love this. If you want to write this book, uh, back off. I'm going to write that one too. Uh, <laughs> is that, is that it's one regular sized frog that's just really pissy and mean. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want can you to I, picture. Can I do the I want voice? I you to of, picture that. Can I do the voice of one or either real quick? Hang on. Only, only little... if it's Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little something like this. Hello, I am here to punish the enemies of the Lord. Um, it's just it's just Love one. It when like, you imagine speak voice to me, baby. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you are, imagine you are a roar, and you're just like trying to do your thing, trying to govern, and this this one guy keeps getting uppity at you. He slams down his stick, and then this one frog bounces up into the thing and you're just like what the fuck is this and then he like knocks over the spears like makes icock while he pisses on your rug just that one really terrible no good shitty frog and i think all of us have someone in our lives that is a shitty frog um yeah i and you know what i come on this show to get a break from it 
right? Like, I'm with my friends who, even though they avoid me because I am the plague ringer, uh, they're fr- I love you guys. And, and you know, y'all, none of you, none of you are terrible, terrible frogs. Um, and I'm just so happy that I can take a break from my frog-filled life by doing this show with you guys. Uh, Ian, what are we playing tonight? So we were playing Frogkin, the LARP, and uh, <laughs> none of you were wearing your suits, and I'm very, very disappointed. So instead, that was we're going to be... <laughs> yeah. Is that like its so, own thing? Because they're not scalies, technically? I, I don't yeah, know. They're I don't know. Yeah. Different. Well, they're actually, slimies. they're not scalies, because frogs don't have scales. Exactly. They, they're like Threatheries? slimies. Yeah, slimies. They're slimy warties. I so don't know. Instead, so long as they have big old titties, yeah. I'm fine. Well... On that note, we are then instead <laughs> playing a liminal horror, not to be confused with liminal space, of which we've talked about, or uh, some of the other liminal games, because liminal is a cool word, and you should add it to your vocabulary. This has been written, laid out, and designed by Goblin Archives, and is a, basically, if you like rules light games like Maze Rats or Cairn or uh, Into the Otter Bastion Land. This falls into that nexus. So it's rules light horror that helps you to get into modern weird horror quickly with a pretty fast character generation system. Our pregens have been lovingly curated and developed by Bridget herself. So round of applause for her. Yay. Which is always a nice thing. So... I'm going to just leave that with that light introduction. That way we can get into in-media res. The game, like some of the other ones we've played, has a great system that encourages mutual collaboration with some of the world design and the character development. But then everything is... Um, I really like this one little bit of information because this gets to a crux of game design, and that's not hiding investigational material behind roles. So this really relies on player skill to investigate because something that a lot of these type of horror and investigation games, it can be frustrating if you know where a clue should be, but you just can't get the dice to roll. So this eliminates that. And as a caveat to really up the danger in this, Hits are automatic, so combat is something you should really avoid unless you're prepared to really put your cards on the line. So just little fun tidbits. But on that note, we are going to, I don't know, we're going to need someone who is brave enough to face the horrors of the unknown and the eldritch things that lurk beyond and tell us about their character first. Well, I'm eldritch. Um... In fact, my character, uh, whose name is Riddle Thick Yam, and you better believe it's a Thick Yam, is an ancient and decrepit 42 years old. Um, my background is criminal. My appearance is uh, fierce and rugged, so you can tell it is much like me in real life. And uh, I can be intimidating at first, much like in real life. Um, and for anyone who has ever met me in real life, that is, I mean, I'm covered in crazy tattoos, but I'm a big old teddy bear, so... Yep, uh, Riddle Thick Yam, that's me. All right, I'll go next. I'm Friction Adas. I'm a lawyer. Um, I'm 56 years old. I, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a, along for this ride here, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about it because I always hoped that this shit was real, but I've never actually seen it for myself. So I'm excited to getting out there and meeting some of the unknown. 
All right. <clears throat> so, uh, guess I'm somewhat of a drifter type of person. <laughs> Alter hook. That's what they call me. Alter. What? Did I just pronounce his name? No, no. I just love that name. All these names are just I, I just, solid gold. Okay. Friction. I also love just like I, contemplative. Lovely. Some call yeah. me a drifter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my age. Uh, let's not talk about that. Anyhow, I'm just moving through town with my long bag that you don't need to look at. <laughs> so he's like Second Amendment David Carradine. I love this. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hey, y'all. I'm uh, I'm Pitch Narkum. I'm uh, another. Great I don't. Name. I don't got a. I don't got like a, a i nine job. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm more of a ten ninety nine guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, a freelancer contractor. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I make ends meet in the gig economy, which, mm. uh, let's be honest, sucks on ice, right? Um, but Are you a sex worker. What? Just kidding. Good. <laughs> but uh, I am uh, I am. Where is it? I am not the tallest dude, but I am extremely nice looking. Oh shit. <clears throat> I have a gravelly voice that lends me an air of mystery. Oh shit. Whoops, I forgot about that. Ladies. <laughs> How much is I'm, I'm I'm supposed to have a deep booming voice and I'll do it when my guy talks, but I'm not gonna do it all night because scare my dog no, This and my is your reality now. This is what John sounds uh, like from now on. Everyone's gonna talk like this the entire episode. Bridget, John, I hope you get John, it. Yeah. John, do we have all to right. swear to you? What? John, do we have to swear to you? Swear to me. <laughs> uh, I will. I will keep up that voice if one of you does Bane's voice. <laughs> uh, Don't tempt me, John Marcus. What if we alternate the voice? Side note: I would kiss Tom Hardy in a heartbeat. He's very handsome. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. <sighs> Wonderful. So, John and I just look no. off into the distance and then we move on from that topic. So, a lot of you have found yourself at an old, greasy diner late at night. The fluorescent lighting above you hums softly and is just loud enough to cover up the constant droning of flies and flapping wings of moths. There's no one else in this restaurant besides the lot of you and one haggard, but yet still very expedient, greasy, greasy line cook. Uh, your city has been, well, not normal for the last couple of weeks. There are odd reportings of wild beast attacks. You have heard hushed coverage by the media about um, animals attacking people late at night, but then there's you see the bodies and they are mangled horribly. 
some people say something about large frogs or um, very Son of agitation. A bitch. <laughs> was, this adventure, was this adventure written by Junji Ito? Because this video no. feels like 100% like one of his stories. Well, having not read his whole works, I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> but I, I hardly recommend reading all his whole works, by the way. Yeah, same. Not right now, well, like run the game, but yeah. like, you know, no, no, like no, we'll Ian, give us your yeah. undivided <laughs> attention. Ian, get the book out, start reading. We're just gonna sit I here. I started reading. I started reading Tommy. So okay. cool. This hole was made for me. Oh, but I was also thinking yes. of Ito, um, because the the images. I'm loving the images. Yes, They're those are actually public domain, with the exception of the cover. Uh, now, as a quick aside, at some point that will also be running Liminal Space. There is an expansion to Liminal Space that is Junji Ito expansion, yeah. so it directly pulls on that. There's oh, cool! Also, but... It takes place in a mall, which I really love. Well, no, that's a little <laughs> horror. Like, yeah. um, just like Stephen King had a big influence on Boomers and like slightly on Gen X, I think that Ito on millennials and younger has had like a big impact on, on horror yeah. in general. Yeah. I think that's definitely true. I think he is a, I think he is a touchstone for, uh, uh, you know, the, the late eighties, early nineties, uh, zeitgeist of horror. And I I'm mean, very like, pleased with that. if you, uh, like you never forget the first time that you read all the way to the end of, uh, mystery of Amahara, um, vault or whatever it is, uh, the one with this hole is for me. That yeah. you never you never forget the end of that. It's wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So we're at Junji cool. Steiner, and we've checked yes, to make that is sure exactly. that the, what, what is Junji hmm? Steiner. What is the special that they serve as Junji uh, Steiner? Deformed squid style slinger. <laughs> I was gonna go for the teriyaki. Meatballs. I was gonna say yes, cargo. Mm. Snail. Mm. Well, you can put all of that in the slinger. That is the beauty of the slinger. <laughs> I, did, I don't even know what a slinger is. Oh, the name is, is just so evocative. Double hamburger. Okay. Ah. And then you cover it with. Sounds delicious. With eggs, um, hash browns, bacon, Never mind. chili, and then cheese. Chili. Mm -hmm. just, just what you need for breakfast, along with. So it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner it's in one yeah. i am i'm on board for this i haven't had one before but i think <laughs> i need fantastic. that in my life i'm gonna oh, look it up right the the so yeah. the the escargot slinger is we've all ordered one and mm -hmm. we're sitting at our at our table and i've checked are we sitting at our table or are we sitting at separate tables at our you table you're all sitting at the same at, at the same at, table because all of you yes oh I've, i just i i can confirm i checked the table and it is greasy I, I was just thinking we should all be sitting at separate tables, like waiting for the moment to make our dramatic entrance. But we're just like all maybe, sitting awkwardly off to the side. Maybe we pushed four of those little one person tables together and we're each alone, but pushed into a square. They're without all like eight inches apart. Saying a word and we just did that. <laughs> so all of you have been gathering here because you've been seeing 
that there are homemade flyers being hung up in town talking about attack of the mole people and even online on forums you'll see on like Nextdoor yeah. and on reddit there are these postings about concerned citizens worried about mole people and most mm. people are just like downvoting it or like lapping it out but you think maybe there's there's something there that maybe it's worth finding out what's going on in a clandestine meeting at a greasy diner on the edge of town where you're getting your escargot slinger definitely <laughs> seems the time that you can meet with a whole assembly of concerned citizens to look into what's really going on so it's just the four of you on the real if i saw a flyer in salt lake city that was like the fucking mole people are after us meet at this address <laughs> i would i would make that date. yeah like i'd be there yeah same like let's find out <laughs> yes exactly yeah. gear them out okay uh we're the only ones here no flyer footer upper that's odd i just want to say that i probably have seen those flyers here in austin <laughs> yeah, yeah that does seem like an austin kind of meeting uh for sure um like so did the flyer mention anything about a reward or just concerned citizens it just says concerned citizens should uh to meet and discuss and uncover the truth of the mole people um all right well it, in his booming voice um riddle thick yam says uh i'm very disappointed i was here for the money and i i just you know I mean, let's go find out about the mole people, right? There's a flyer. Well, about we're here, and there's, there's, to find there's out no mole person presenter. I came here for the coffee. I hear it's the best in three states, but what did you say about mole people? <laughs> <laughs> That's so why you'd have to have the meeting at a Denny's. Like, mm -hmm. you just pick up... <laughs> So all of you have heard or seen different rumors about some of the different attacks that are happening in town. Each So the first thing that's the most suspicious is that you've seen these flyers and, and posters and Reddit and online posts, and yet no one on the four of you is claiming responsibility for the flyer. Hmm. But perhaps maybe you can still gather information from one another. What are... Like, what is one rumor that each of you have heard about what's happening in the town? I heard a um, story. We, we can just make up any rumor we want because I'm going to be wild. Yeah. Satanic cult is what my guy's going to proffer. I right. heard that the teens have been having sex with the mole people. Cool. I, heard, I heard the government's super secret, top secret train that they're like digging holes across the country to move the president around got into the mole people's <laughs> cave and really upset him so now the secret service is at war with them underneath the town <laughs> did i mention it's a secret <laughs> i just i just read a book by haruki murakami where the plot wasn't that far from what you just described <laughs> well, i gotta say i don't think any of that i i think I think what you're missing the real point here. The mole people is a cover. <laughs> the people expect mole people. People understand mole people. That's what their mind allows them to grasp. <laughs> now, 
where I'm from, what you people usually point towards big feet. And uh, truth is, big feats are just like that. They're something that people can wrap their minds around. Aliens. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> you should have combed your hair out all the way to both sides before I you don't have enough that rap. <laughs> yeah. Aliens. I could have done it for you because I've got the perfect hair for it right now. But yeah. Um, I, I, I like that. I think that covers all the bases underground, uh, secret service, not the CIA, not the army, secret service at war with the mole people. It's the president's train. Even the president's train. Like, I would, I would watch the hell out of that movie tonight. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would probably um, own the criterion of that one. Yeah. Teens having sex and satanic cult. We've covered all the bases. Those are mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah. Yep. We're good at this. Yeah. Some of us are authors. (laughs) Some of us legitimately make our living in literature, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm not. Read my stuff and suffer. (laughs) So I usually don't tell people they're going to suffer until after they've paid me the money, but... I have been I have been told by my German audience that uh, my book should not be read by people with depression. <laughs> the Germans said this. <laughs> the ger- Germans said this. That's a statement all in itself. It's Specifically a- about abhorrent siren. Oh yeah. So like okay, I get it. Now now was it like one or two Germans or does it qualify as the Germans? Um. So let me here. Here's what I'll say. Uh, every review I've gotten in German, okay, has said this. Wow. Maybe Google Translate is fucking with you. You ever think about that? Oh, I never trust. Uh, it was also a one star review. So, oh. yeah, it's definitely screwing with you then. So while you are eating your snail burger. And uh, debating about these various esoteric concerns about the government and CIA and whatnot, uh, you start to see some. You see, as you uh, are kind of looking out this very gross window, that uh, friction. Do you see someone just like kind of cling to the shadows, put an envelope under? the windshield wiper of your windshield and then begin to slink back into the shadows. They seem to have a pretty stiff and unusual gait. A fucking gray! Uh, let's follow him. Or mole let's follow him. Follow them. All I right. thought we follow him. I think we should follow him. Yeah. Criminals like to follow people, right? Yes. Cool. Absolutely they do. All right, so are, are all of you just getting up and leaving? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in the back of this crowd uh, that's going out there. I, I uh, look to the waitress and I signal for a donkey bag. To the oh, that's a good idea. Sense that you've called him a waitress, and uh, <laughs> he he's called him anything. Next... He just he just he just waved at him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Unless darling. unless he could read minds. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought you, you, you said don't that know the fictional personal. character that we just made up. <laughs> you haven't met him. <laughs> or her. Like we or them. You don't know my fictional life. I'll, you know my I'll, fictional dad. I'll say this much. Um, 
I am a generous-hearted criminal, I like to think. So uh, I will pay for everybody's... Is it a sling or a slinger? Slinger. Okay, so everybody's slinger. Um, I'm eating mine. I've got, like, runny egg yolk coming out of one side of the mouth and, like, runny snail out of the other. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave the uh, wait person a $200 tip in cash money. But my character only has wow. $56. No, I'm leaving a tip for all of us. Like, don't oh, worry thank, about it. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Can I borrow twenty bucks? <laughs> sure. I give you twenty. Okay. Don't push it. Well, right. so you've had you were wanting to go and chase this person, but you've had this exchange of pulling money out and asking I for money. I would look at the note. <laughs> yeah, I guess we better just do the note. I guess they probably made a getaway, but let's go see if we can track them in some fat form or fashion. Do I have drifter skills? So, yes. Do you? So this is all player player skills. So whatever you think is appropriate, everything is adjudicated by the three stats you have: your strength, your dexterity, and your control, which is kind of a mishmash of your social skills as well as your sanity. But most roles are you're going to be making less roles, and you're going to be doing more powers of observation and exploration, like an OSR style oh, game. I'm screwed. All right, what's Perhaps. on the so what's on the flyer that's under the windshield? So if you are as you go outside to after you've kind of eaten some more of this and you've kind of given that person a head start, you don't see them, but you see tail lights in the distance and you hear wheels take off into the darkness and you see them going down this highway further away from the city. The envelope that is underneath your windshield wiper friction inside has photographs it's um they look like they're of houseless individuals and you see that there are a pair of pictures where there'll be a homeless like a houseless individual who is it's almost like a, a candid picture, just like a like a surveillance picture. And then you see there another picture of like their mangled body or strange growths sticking off of them, like large bulbous tumors or like a malformed arm that wasn't on the original picture. They have webbing between their fingers in some of the pictures. And there's not much other information other than just these pictures of houseless individuals. So, um, what, I, what did I tell you? The kids are fucking the mole people. This obviously, is how, yeah. Okay, this is okay. the offspring. Um, I, I agree that there's fucking going on. I, this <laughs> this just doesn't say mole person to me. It's obviously extraterrestrial. Look, could be not subterrestrial. I'm I've been on the road for a while and I've seen some things and I gotta tell you what a man or a woman or a mole person do together in the privacy of their home is none of my business. I respect these mole hybrids live. No one is saying that we don't respect what they're doing or that we wouldn't I don't. watch if we saw it happening. But that's true. Yeah. Um so I am a I am criminal and um like do I recognize any of the locations and the background of any of these pictures? Like, I imagine as criminal, I hang out in, mm -hmm. like, you know, abandoned warehouses and shit, just like mm -hmm. the criminals in old Saturday morning cartoons. 
Um, do I recognize? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do I recognize Absolutely. any of the? Okay. So, like, one of the places you clearly identify is a very popular drug trade hotspot. It's kind of in the center of town where you have the industrial collapse caused by white flight and, you know, other types of societal issues. Um, it's a place where the police tend to overlook just because they don't want to invest the resources to help that uh, population. You also see that there's other locations like uh, warehouses. These are every place that you see in these pictures are places you have been or you have set up some type of uh you know, criminal activity. Yeah, uh, um, uh, public offering or whatever. Some of these people you've recognized at some point you might have had interaction with. Oh, bummer. Not that you're connected to all of them, but you like, you know, the city's you know, population. And these are some people that have just been nice, houseless individuals. And it's yeah, kind pissed of sad about that it. Sad and pissed. Um, all right. Your so, accent please develop into a vampire accent as we go on. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. No, I. Cannon, I'm, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do my shitty uh, Russian accent all night. But unless you guys, it's Hungarian. Want to do. Come on, it's okay. Fine. All right, all right. Um, so, I tell my companions um, where all these locations are, and that obviously. Um, someone is picking off the vulnerable i might even say like that was brenda and that was you know twinkles and mm -hmm. um yeah i'm actually at this point like i have a flip phone uh as well as a large amount of cash monies on my person which as bridget knows probably constitutes probable cause <laughs> and, <laughs> um i'm gonna use the flip you have <laughs> yeah, just one just one just one no, uh, no. i'm gonna i'm no gonna idea. use my flip phone to reach out to my network of criminal contacts and see if anyone uh has seen anything at any of these locales involving any of these people um just make like a couple calls and i'm going to rely on a role for my what control for that not yet i want you to tell me the name of the first person you're calling and one small factoid about them yeah Charles has so... obviously already used all his names since he no, went from man. brenda to twinkles <laughs> I, I even, that's not even the beginning of how many names they could come with, but I actually have one already here in my, uh, my pregen. Uh, my primary contact, who I asked to reach out on my behalf, is Stitch Idan, an explosives specialist. And, um, like, I would love to kick it with an explosives specialist in real life. Just, just, if you're out there, just go ahead and DM me. We'll talk about hanging out, because that's cool. Um, that's all. I just had an IRL okay. jump scare. <laughs> I saw somebody lanky moving around back there. Was it Slenderman? Brought me a cup of coffee and oh, okay. the crap out of me. The so when you give Stitch a call, it's he lets it ring for at least four times. That's because what that's what Stitch always does. Mm -hmm. uh, but when he picks up, he uh, he's like, "Hey, you've been seeing the news." And I, I say, I've, uh, I've, I've not been hearing the news, but I've been seeing these disturbing photographs involving people I used to know. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> She's been getting real weird, Ben. I'll tell you, I've. Uh... I know. I'm looking at one, two, three, four. 
unhoused people turned into mutants. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so you you exchanged some small talk about the weird attacks that they're having in the city hey, and that Stitch is getting <laughs> That's two points for for Charles Bernard. We're driving John off the air. Love it. I'm oh, back no. when it's under duress. <laughs> so after an exchange where you talk about some of the, the odd things that are happening and you're kind of warming him up to kind of pump him from information, uh Stitch tells you about a really suspicious event that happened the other day. Because you're trying to figure out what's been going on that's real weird. And he had a really large order. Like, sometimes when people are wanting to cause mischief or things, that's what a lot of his trade is in, or when he needs to help with uh, doing demolitions, he kind of just some contract working for the police. But he had an anonymous buyer buy a large amount of explosives. And not just, like any kind of explosive, multiple types of explosives. Cash deal was met by a very odd, I guess, intermediary, never gave their name, but their skin was, they met in like a dark alley, but their skin was kind of glassy or glossy, and they moved very stiffly. Like when they walked, there was almost a grinding sound. Uh, the other bit of information he kind of gives you is the sound of um, like an old van or something driving off after the person uh, transacted the deal. The money was legit, though, unmarked, uh, non-sequential bills, various levels of currency, some of it old, like uh, like old circulated money, but it was all legit. Okay. I say, good job, Stitch. Give me a call. Uh, excuse me. Good job, Stitch. Uh, now give me a call if you see anything suspicious. Oh, oh, oh. All right. I'm going to do that all night, John, so buckle up. So you've, you relay the information to the rest of your compatriots with their doggy bags full of snail burgers. What are the rest of you doing? Other information that you're wanting to get from the scene? Context you're wanting to do, or maybe some of the planning that you want to do as a group. I was considering stealing the tip back, um, but the uh, <laughs> waitress saw me. The waiter saw me and uh, came over. You know, this is like, like uh, a smooth criminal. This is basically like a Waffle House. If you try to take that yeah, line so cook's money, he me. will yeah. he will shank you. You're gonna get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I've worked at a couple of those places. <laughs> right. I yep. I have stabbed someone for trying to take my life <laughs> money. <laughs> what is that? What podcast, is that ungodly noise? <laughs> Hang on a second. What is that ungodly noise? It's like a growling. It's or... beans. It's oh, beans okay. snoring. It's so cute. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it, it sounded like, it, like people somebody's... who are listening to the audio recording. There is a bug being held up to the camera. Yeah, I will. Bug. I will say that um, our our longtime fan and friend Hot Cheeto specifically asked me to grab uh, Bean and bring her back on air. So, mm -hmm. oh, you should. I just, I it sounded like a stomach rumbling, and I worried if that it if it sounds like there is a demon unleashed <laughs> upon the world, it's one of my dogs. Or my dog, argue. Does he go back to bed, you little lamb? She's usually pretty quiet about it, huh? Yeah. Ma'am, no ma'am. So, <laughs> other things that you're wanting to do with, to gather information or plans that you would like to make as a group? Uh, I share this information with my compatriots and 
say uh we've got a rough like obviously whoever planted the thing was headed away from the car you said from the city they were headed away from the city yes in there yeah um but regardless of wherever they were headed um like everything is telling me that this is going to be something downtown um these locations the fact that they bought explosives and they don't probably want to blow anything up in the boonies i don't know uh do you guys want to go drive around downtown and see if you see a rusty van it's what i do sometimes for fun here i mean i've had worse friday nights yeah i i, I feel like i know a lot about rusty vans <laughs> life on the road just trailing well, well, don't forget that, yeah, this is all going to be player-facing skills, so if there are things that you um, feel free to explore, like, what what can you do? If your player can reasonably do it, then you can do it, so feel free to get creative. Okay. So, um, so you wanted to go hit downtown right now, so it's late evening. Well, what do you, what do you other guys have to offer? What are your ideas? Huh? I got Do you nothing. have contacts that you'd like to use? I, I have a contact, but I just don't know what I would be like. Hey, uh, what's going on, ex-girlfriend? Um, you're in the area. <laughs> hmm. I mean, uh, while we're waiting, it wouldn't be... I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'll, nope. I'll, 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 I guess I'll call since we're waiting, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll pull up my also having a flip phone. So, I, like, I'm thinking 1998. Is that the era oh. that we're in? Like, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 98 was pre can, smartphone. I'm pretty. I mean, or, or right? flip phones. Flip phones are popular now again. They are. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So which, it's 2023. Which, which is, I actually have one. Wow. So I'm behind the yeah. times. No comment. If, so. <laughs> Um, if have you, how about this to be also maybe looking at it? If are you looking at these pictures, Alter? Yeah, I, I'm passing them around so everybody can see these photos. Get a load of this. All right. So, so I was just gonna say, like Alter, if you're wanting to to look at those, you would also, as a drifter, recognize these individuals and places they might frequent um you know that like some of these individuals that are in the pictures are uh people that have sought shelter in various areas such as a soup kitchen that's downtown or if they get like bad infected uh wounds from you know dirty needles there's that like a free medical clinic that they frequently go to even sometimes like when like there'd be really bad weather and there wouldn't and the uh, shelters were full like there are some places that they would go like uh a an old entrance to a sewer so there are some things that i think that you would probably uniquely know as being a drifter if that could probably also be helpful for things to explore how many of them were junkies of the um, four in, yeah in the pictures at least three of them Okay, so is that the majority or a minority on the, the... I think it's the majority. It's a majority, and this is not a stereotype. Of course, it is unfortunate no, yeah. that the house's population tends to be targeted and preyed by people who but use drugs. Might know mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because lawyer. Um, oh, yeah, I... that's why. Yeah, that, that. 
Oh, yeah, okay. that's why. Yeah, you defended so, them. All right, uh -huh. you're a good person. I'm a great. I person. think. I think maybe what we should set up here is a um, traps and camps tour uh, to see if we can't, you know, make a quick like whirlwind tour of the city and see if we don't catch a snatching in progress. You know. Mm. Are you splitting up or are you sticking together? You could take my car. Yeah, we'll take her car. I don't have a car on my character. I'm just going to pretend. So tell I, me a little I, I bit about... I steal one when I need one. Tell me about what your plan is. Well, um, my drifter friend here will help us figure out where the encampments are so we can go from one to the other and see if we see I anything will, happening. And I will also provide the locations of, like, Drug hotspots, since I mm -hmm. provide drugs as a valuable service to the community. Yes. Um, so we don't know each other at all. We've never seen each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never. All right. So my character looks at your two characters. I don't know if you all are aware of this, but a good chunk of them were all junkies. Hmm. Then hmm. I, I, I assess your reactions. Hmm. Uh, there's That's... no role for that. Yeah. Um. I... Or do we have to roll for our reactions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, would, uh, you... I would just seem jaded, probably. I mean, I'm I'm pissed that these people are dead, but uh, you know, the, the drug trade I'm I'm not gonna feel guilty about or whatever. I just raise my eyebrows slightly and say, oh, yeah. Hmm. So the which of these locations did you want to hit first? The hotspot for drugs or one of the more locations where people tend to shelter when there is really bad weather? Hey, we What's should probably check out the hotspot for the drugs. Right? What is the weather tonight? I think you told us. I forget already, though. So far, it's just dark. It has those drifting clouds that occasionally obscure the moonlight just a bit. A little bit of humidity. Not enough that you need a jacket, but it's pretty pleasant out. Perfect night for drugs. Let's go hit the, the hot spot. <laughs> in my so defense, you... I in real life, I think that every night is a perfect night for drugs. So Let's... you pull up. I was just gonna make an alternate plea to the group. You wouldn't pick up people like this from a drug deal. The drug dealer would get in the way. They'd pick them up from where they sleep at night. No, that's a good point. Right, we All should right. probably still go by the drug place. Right? Yeah, let's let's go to the drug place first. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we, 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 we gotta go there. <laughs> so you pull up to one of the areas that is the the epicenter of where the drug trade is. It's where an old abandoned metro line was started to be put through the city, but when the city ran out of funding, they just left that half finished. So you have this have rusted girders that is hanging above you very sadly. And all of the pillars are marked with all the various drug dealers that have come and went and the various gang wars that have just kind of left this place. You see that there's definitely a, a lot of uh, odd um, tags that look like, what, question marks, riddle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> riddle me this. 
So you see that there are a couple of different um, people here shuffling about, some people that are slumped over either asleep or perhaps already dabbling into drugs, but there is a, a handful of people here um, just kind of loitering in this area, looking uh, restless um, and kind of checking over their shoulders. Bashki, do you want to drift on up to them and see if they know anything they want to tell us about? Yeah, I can do what I can. He's now drifting as a drifter. <laughs> I drift. <laughs> so I make my way over to to the people. Hello. Got some questions for you. You see Don't a man that... at all. You see a, a man who has like one very pronounced cataract over his left eye kind of look at you like his other eye slightly looks past you, but his cataract is just glared on you his hair is salt and pepper gray. And he goes, yeah. What? So, been hearing some rumors around these parts. Wanted to see if I could get your opinion on. I pull out a $10 bill. So, what can I get for this? He's like, I don't do tricks. <laughs> well, that's not what I was, ah, uh, geez. No, I didn't mean to imply that. That was, ah, uh, golly. Okay, let's start over. I pulled out the 20 I got earlier. I, I would like a drug. <laughs> He's like, I have a pack of black and milds. <laughs> if I have them, I do them. The guy you sell drugs is that guy behind you. <laughs> I take my 20 back. I throw the 10 at him. He's looking I, like I, very, <laughs> like, uncomfortable. Like, cause, like, people are on edge, and he's just, like, looking around him. He's like, fucking everyone here in this town. Damn, Tams has lost their wanna, minds. I gotta tell you, this is, this is the exact way every time I've ever tried to do anything to legalize God. Every single time. Are you coming on to me? Uh, excuse me, sir. I would like one drug. And yeah. I, one of your finest drugs, please. Uh, usually my voice cracks when asking, so it's not great. I I love how like every time we play a game oh, that is action oriented, drug? it's like Keeping doors down up. and like slaughtering people. I mean, it's investigative. It's like, uh, hello, give me a drug. I love Here's this. Here's your drug, John, and your receipt, and you have a pleasant day. <laughs> I would Can I pay be for so that grateful if that was how it worked. <laughs> so this, so this man is, is getting just very kind of this antsy, and you see him this kind of like his uh, milky eye is looking. Uh, kind of around more and uh, he's you can see his hands twitching and he's just getting unsettled. Are his I hands webbed? Uh, no, they're not webbed. I bring up to him that Mercury is currently in retrograde. <laughs> Aliens. Was so that a fan did. request? That move? He's... <laughs> He's business as fucking lunatics. Everyone in this town has just gone mad. 
everyone that has just been going to that clinic has been just fucking bonkers and this there guy's here sucking mercury out of thermometers uh, i want to point out that that was a gimme from ian who's tired of our bullshit <laughs> yeah yeah it worked, i was going though. to say i was going to say jinky's a clue but then i was like yeah ian's throwing us a bone <laughs> that was my plan the whole time what are you talking about my plan worked i got the information <laughs> Just, Did you get a drug out of it? <laughs> yeah, I know where to get the drug. <laughs> and I think it's 20 bucks worth. Uh, <laughs> jinkies. I would like a drug. <laughs> it's not even one drug. It's like I, it's like you don't even know which one. You're like, I would like a, a drug? No, uh, it's a pill. Of you where, how do I smoke this pill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of you have watched the first 48 hours and it shows. <laughs> no, I, I honestly never have. Um, I, I would make a terrible detective because I genuinely see, I want people to get away with crime. That's, that's why I'm role playing a criminal. Um, all right. Well, no webbed fee. Okay. Clinic, which clinic I, I ask him and I might even give him a drug to prompt his One memory. Drug. You oh so he's like shuffling away after having this weird experience. If you want to stop him, you can certainly stop him because he's like your wackadoo friend here is just like disgusted him utterly. But if you want to catch up with him and just like one yeah. on one, give him a drug. Yep. Um, and so and at I, first I say, he recalls hey, and he's just, hey sorry about first, my friend you know at well, first he sorry about he, my friend at first is you know he thinks that your. Uh, uh, Alter coming up and he's like, look, man, I don't turn tricks. And then he sees and goes, ah, all right, Riddle. Yeah. I'd like a drug, yeah. please. <laughs> Here, you can, this one's on the house. Just tell me what clinic you're talking about that's driving people bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it's the free clinic. It's Dr. Shelley's clinic. We've all been going there for, you know, all of our you know, like infected needles to, you know, that one time where Jerry fell down the stairs and broke his ankle real bad. That place Fucking has been patching Jerry. us up for free yeah. for, for years, but now it just seems like, I don't know, something fucking weird has been going on there. Uh, people that go there just either don't come back or they come back and they're just wrong they're they're mean they're they're fucked up i don't know is it some number of drugs or or what but um shit i saw last week I, I saw i saw gerald like ripped out jerry's throat like those two were like fake twins because they, they kind of like name brothers or not but yeah shit's real fucked up out here okay All i right. wouldn't go there man dr shelley's free clinic it is i don't say that to my my drug loving friend, but um, yeah, I report back to the others. You guys want to go check that free clinic out? Yeah, you got it. I bet it's a uh, I bet it's a uh, a front for alien penetration. There's another <laughs> word I'm looking for. I don't know what it is though. Uh, you know Research? when they put when they put stuff inside your body, uh, it's like that, but it's more fun. Im implantation or impregnation, maybe. There's the one, alien impregnation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So we're gonna go sleep with an alien and get her pregnant. Yes, I mean all the kids are sure. lucky. Yeah, all the kids are doing it, and yeah. it probably has something to do with the devil. Uh, yeah, we'll go check out. Uh, so we hop in the Hyundai and we skirt out of there. And um, I'm gonna fight you, Charles. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm in. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep poking John while he's at his weakest. It's, it's the best time to poke quickly while he's will not always be weak. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Get in on this while he's vulnerable. So you are you you know generally where this clinic is. So you could specifically look up like Yelp or Google if you want, but you know that this clinic is kind of just this very nondescript public health clinic that's um, just kind of in an old, sad, quasi-abandoned strip mall, uh, operating on a sh you know, shoestring budget because it's helping the less fortunate. If it wasn't really for like a green cross painted on the outside of it, you'd probably just miss it for some type of Beans is really ripping ass. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to uh, before you point out. I'd like to point out that we have three comments in chat saying how lovely it is and how wonderful. Okay. I'm One enjoying of them is it. Bridget. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna miss it. So uh, that means uh, that means three out of five cast members are enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it too. Um, That's hey, three. Uh, yeah, yeah. We make uh, the show was... for us, right? We do. I mean, so, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a green for cross. Flaming Hot Cheeto. What? Green cross on the side of the building? Green cross on the side of the building. And that means no it's really a dispensary. It, if it, I was to say, it, it looks suspiciously almost like you would think it'd be like a vape store. Um, yeah. Like a vape store, Riddle, you would notice it probably before everyone else. There are a lot of cameras on the outside of the building. They're mm, kind of recessed in, or they're, some of them are obvious, Ugh. but there's a disproportionate amount of cameras around this building. All right, let's look at what everybody's got in their inventory. Um, does anybody you can see have... that the lights are off inside, if it matters. To you. All the more important. Uh, does anybody have uh, spray paint? Uh, no, I do not. All right, I've got a pen. I, but... I have a flashbang that's kind of like spray paint. That would work. Uh, like... <laughs> Uh, it's probably going to do enough to all of them, actually, to let us get in there relatively quickly. I've got bolt cutters, so we're getting in probably without too much trouble. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some tranquilizers we could give to uh, ourselves. Us. And I've got some poison we can give to ourselves if the tranquilizers don't work. And uh, I have a notepad. <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, I do have um I do have acid which I can throw in Charles's face if he keeps counting. That's all I got. How many more times of him counting would it would it take? Uh considering I would have to board a plane and fly probably a bunch to be if i'm honest. Would it, would it I'm say be truthful here. One, two, Three times. Buy the tickets. <laughs> that I'll is, see screen, John. That is your third point, Mr. Bernard. Thank you. Three points. 
So, oh. <laughs> so leaving John's acid out of it. Um, <laughs> let's let's try employing the flashbang and the bolt cutters to get inside the building and snoop around. It, oh, it being closed I, I got some vampire all the better dust for if anyone needs to pick me up. Vampire dust? Yeah. What is vampire? Is that a street drug? It's or? like yeah. angel dust, but more blue. Oh. well angel dust is is wildly inappropriately named so (laughs) i'm imagining that vampire dust is gonna be one hell of a drug angel dust and crocodile had a baby (laughs) (laughs) we won't have any faces left by the time we're done neither will our foes yeah all right so we need to get into the dispensary Does anyone have a contact that owns the dispensary or is like the night manager or like like a cashier? Dude, that's it's, just suspicious. It's not a dispensary. This is a, a yeah. medical clinic that helps the the houseless clinic. Yeah, are you kidding me? The guy in the three thousand dollars suit knows somebody who owns <laughs> a methadone clinic. Are you kidding? I think the guy in the, the guy in the forty thousand dollars suit, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this isn't a dispensary because I know all those guys and gals, and uh, this Dr. Shelley ain't on the list. This Dr. Shelley's stepping on my turf. So, I've heard a couple different plans of perhaps using a flashbang and bolt cutters. Is that the plan that you were? All right, I believe that's the plan. Okay, so you set off a flashbang late at night in the middle of a <laughs> Quasi deserted part of town. Mm-hmm. Hey, you... No big deal. So, the first thing, uh, I want someone to roll me a d6. Okay. Since we're laying off my flashbang, five. Okay. Great. Five. So, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so your flashbang goes off. And is that a bonus point? He's still on screen. Yes. That does not count as point. <laughs> I need to really work on a Jim Halpert, like, <laughs> like whatever you. <laughs> so, you use your bolt cutters and you just tin can your way through the front door. You hope yeah. that you've got enough time with the flashbang to get in. And you don't hear any alarms go off when you first enter into this clinic. Uh, also the first suspicious. thing, mm-hmm. or we so the flashbang, <laughs> we can't hear shit. So, <laughs> so the alarm is going off. We just can't hear. It. <laughs> so the first I thing love you that notice. Idea. Is these two criminals trying to break in and they set off a flashbang and like can't hear the alarm. That's a good gag. Oh. So the first oh. thing you notice is that an eggshell white waiting room with mint green vinyl chairs and of course a deserted reception desk. It looks like it's been cleaned for the night. There's no stacks of papers probably respecting Kippa regulations uh, and such. There are doors that go into the back areas. Um, and the thing you really notice is that there's a pretty strong like, antiseptic smell to this place. More than just what you would use to clean it. It's um, almost cloyingly strong. 
guys want to split up and and case this joint? Yeah, that's criminal speak. I'm a criminal. I don't know, man. This place <laughs> smells like and that raccoon got trapped in a crawl space. <laughs> I might want to take a nap. This is the cleanest place I've been in in <laughs> <some> time. <laughs> So you see that there is a, a door that leads into a back area. Um, is someone wanting to take point? I will. I will, because I'm I'm a bit of a tank, so I'll, I'll take point. All right. So when you open into this door to the back, you see it branches off into several smaller, like, clinic rooms. But when you're looking at them a lot of them look to have uh, a layer of dust or they just haven't been used in a long time you see that all these doors are labeled like clinic room one and clinic room two and then there's a uh, janitorial supply closet other than that you don't see anything immediately that catches your eye it's kind of unusual in of itself now let's have a look at one of these clinic rooms so when you kind of rifle through, you see that all the supplies are expired and expired for a long time. Mm. Uh, they're various, like they're not even the same supply brands between rooms as if they've worked with just maybe donated or just old supplies, but they've been expired for the, the freshest stuff has been expired for at least a year. So this is what we in the criminal industry call a front for something. Okay. All right. So Who's next? Should... Do we poke no. around? There's another room to check out. Another uh, clinic room and then the janitor's closet. Oh, I say janitor's closet. You never know what's in the janitor's closet. I mean... <laughs> Pashki, true to form, um, feels the, the call of the janitor closet. Uh, mm -hmm. So I... I think we ought to follow that. What do you guys think? Yeah, you guys go ahead. I'll bring up the rear. All right. What you doing, Alter? Go. Having the flu. No, Alter is Pashki. Uh, oh yeah, oh. I thought I, I thought we saw she was going to the janitor's closet. Yeah. Oh, so I, yeah, I was just asking. All right, so you okay, open the door. You, there's nothing inside the janitor's closet, but there's a very strong scent of antiseptic cleaning that just permeates this room. Like, it's, it seems like it's just... It's, uh, you don't see anything spilled. It's impressively uh, strong in here. <laughs> all, you, all you see is just like, a, like an empty shelf. Seems like they just cleaned a lot, as if they were trying to cover up their mess. Yeah, good wordplay, Pashki. A plus. Yeah. That's one point for you. That's one point for you. Ah, uh, thanks. I get a point. You're welcome. Um, yeah, let's go check out that other clinic room. So, as you are, uh, make me a D six, another D six, if you will, alter. Okay. Or yeah. Four. Oh. Okay, so you, as you are getting ready to like close the door on this room, you get 
you feel like a small current of air coming from is somewhere inside this room. Like it's almost like coming from the wall. Hmm. Everyone, there's current of air coming through the wall. Uh, if I know anything about currents of air and walls, that means that this might not in fact be a real wall. Does anyone yeah, have would, a explosive? I mean, that checks out. That really does check out. I don't have explosives, but I would like to forward slash check the wall, please. Oh, yeah, well, I guess just blowing it up is not what we want to do here today. <laughs> so as you begin I to have an explosive. Cool. Save it for now. Or use it. Or use it. I'm not going to use it. Okay. Oh, come on. Just... <laughs> So, it's not the sort of explosive that you can control. Is it your diarrhea? Yeah. <laughs> Character asking, not me. I, I... You know it's diarrhea. <laughs> so you, um, you push around on the wall and you hear a click, and the door begins to swing inward revealing a staircase or lit by little lumens by the stairs downward. That's just into the anesthetic, uh, anesthetic cleanser and something decaying comes up from the stairwell. Nice. Do any of us have lights, flashlights or anything? Uh, I've got a uh, smartphone. I have a phone. A on it. Yeah, I've got a flip phone and those had lights. So I guess we're good. Yeah. Does yeah, my does my sniper rifle have a, a spotlight on it? It might have night vision. Be a lot cooler if it did. Mm -hmm. So, a with a sniper rifle. Yeah, that's that's my character. I have a sniper rifle. I didn't bring it I up until now because I because I didn't want to like brag about it. I didn't want to be like, oh mm -hmm. look at me, I'm the character with the sniper rifle. It's... Na -na -na -na. It's not hobo with a shotgun. It's drifter with a sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. They're totally, okay. totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Not the same property at all. Okay. Yeah. So, what is your course of action? Uh, we're going. I am going to turn on the light on my flip phone and start exploring the dank uh, grave-smelling staircase just like I would in real life. <laughs> I'm going to put All on right. my gas mask and follow. Yeah. Oh, All lucky! Right. I don't got so gas you... mask, but I'm going to go too. I'm going to descend... my lucky over my mouth. You descend down the staircase and the door at the bottom is oddly reinforced for a clinic door. It's, you can see that there are large rivets and welding bars across it, and it opens into what appears to be like a sterile operating theater. In the center of this room, surrounded by like large lit lamps that are kind of even blazing even late into the night, and trays of dazzling surgical instruments, is a 
partially dissected half man half frog as if you had merged the two like the person itself is becoming frog-like their hands and feet are webbed there are large bulbous growths on them the throat has become swollen and distended and there is a incision that runs from the tip of the frog-like chin all the way down his chest inside you see terrible well, what looks to be almost like frog egg or frog. You get these flashbacks of high school biology. Um, so all of you take, um, let me go ahead and roll for it. Um, two points of stress. If you have a object that is able to soak that, such as something that has the stability feature, otherwise it is subtracted from your HP. Hang on a second. I don't think that I've uh, got anything like that. A curtain uh, is dividing this room in half. My camera is being fuzzy. Well, let's. Uh, <clears throat> who wants to go show us what we've won? I mean, I nominate Drifter. <laughs> well, be me to act cowardice in front of a new group of people that I just met today. But I just got to tell y'all, I don't want to touch it. It's slimy and green. <laughs> I didn't even, I thought moles, not frogs, moles. That's, that ain't a human. <laughs> And my, I... my dog is growling at that voice <laughs> from the headphones. I don't even have like a feedback speaker that was loud enough that she could hear it. I'm sorry, you knocked Ian off air. And I know. His I, 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 my camera just got fuzzy when I sat up in my chair, and it's like it just does not want to focus on my face. So, just like, oh, that's bizarre. Fancy camera wanting oh, to do is this. Is this one of those found footage horror movies? It now it is. It is now. We'll just have to see what it is. Well, all right. We'll just <laughs> deal with it as it comes. All right. So uh, you said that you are revealing back the curtain? I'll do it. Yeah. If 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 my drifter friend is feeling a mite afeard, uh, I will definitely show everybody what we want. <laughs> So as you, there we go. Let's try to refresh the stream. There we go. So as you push, pull back the curtain, you can see that behind it, there are large tubes with various stages of frog monster. There are humans that it looks like they have been morphing into that progressively more and more uh, frog-like. So and it's like are, that evolving man graphic but like from human to like human frog hybrid mm -hmm. kind of bobbing and murky solution and cool. there are more gurneys that have heavy restraints there are power tools like chainsaws and heavy saws hammers and Hell there are yeah. doors that um, from here there are a series of um doors on the east the west and the south walls from here you hear 
sounds of movement, like heavy, very let's say thick footfalls to the south from here. Um, the door to your west is uh, covered over in frost and is metallic with a big latch and uh, just a normal kind of wooden door to the east. So the first um, thing you, I do is snap you're also some, gonna pictures. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I gonna some say... pictures of the corpse and the thingamajigs with the camera phone from the flip phone. Um, as you're looking closely at all these terrible things, you also receive another point of stress, which if you don't have something to soak that, it goes to your HP, but that is recovered very quickly. Uh, you're getting this impending sense of trepidation and doom. And the more you look at this webbed hands, you feel your hands kind of tingling and itching auspiciously. This, this all proves something I've known my entire life. Amphibians are not of this world, my friends. <laughs> I always knew it. Who built the pyramids? One terrible frog. <laughs> I just, I can't believe it's come to this. I'm finally becoming one industrious mother. frog. One terrible industrious frog. All right, let's go. So you retain the pictures in your phone so you have evidence of things that are going on. Um, remember when you set that flashbang off earlier? Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, the, the best CD we ever had. Mm -hmm. You hear footsteps up on the first floor of this place. It sounds like they're going from room to room. Well, um, I don't think we left any evidence up there, but there's still inevitably. I think we're we have kind of a pincher movement going on now, right? Like, pincher movement. Um, I thought you all moved downstairs. Oh, we did. I mean, you said that there are heavy footfalls coming from the south, and that now there are people up oh. on the first floor. So we're stuck between heavy-footed rock and search party hard place. Mm. Search Party Hard Place was one of my favorite albums. Mm. So again, you have a metallic door that's covered in hoarfrost. You have a wooden door to the east and then to the south from here. You have a reinforced door. I don't think we should go south because there's some heavy footfalls coming from that direction. I say we go for it. South? Yeah. Heavy footfalls. Do you guys want to get into combat? We've got a limited but still pretty good amount of time. Yeah. I mean, Bridget, off. yes, you wants could, to get into combat. Bridget, we could show Bridget off some combat dynamics combat. or we could run for it. I don't know. Uh, I think we should get into combat. <laughs> I just, okay, composure. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to kill the end frog, man. <laughs> Load sniper rifle. I have an advantage if I'm hidden, I believe. I'll shoot better. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an excuse, but I'm willing to accept it. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to fight. I've got my gun ready. All right. Uh, so who's opening the door? Guy with the gun would be my boat. 
the guy with the gun is going to be the first person to point the gun through the door. So I should not open the door. I should be ready to shoot anything coming through it. Correct. I am the other guy with guns, so I will throw the door open. So when you open up the door, you see this is a wide hallway and it's lined on both sides with plexiglass. It looks like two very large holding pins. Uh, the holding pin that is on the west wall contains two of these frog, but the only best thing you could really say is frog monstrosities. They are in squats with the large bulbous eyes. They've almost shed all of their humanity. They, uh, when they see you, they begin to throw themselves as hard as they can on the glass, leaving like slimy belly prints and webbed handprints as they just begin to throw themselves and croak loudly. Their croaking disturbs, or at least makes things stir in the pin across from them. You see that there are two humans that are very sluggish, like they're slumped on the floor trying to get themselves up. At the far end of this room, this hallway kind of room between two holding pins, there is a door that looks old and like almost like uh, made of bronze or brass that is uh, has a lot of corrosion on it. Why not opening? I think the sluggish people are probably already doomed because they've yeah. been dosed with whatever is causing the transformation. Can't we just close the door again? <laughs> I, yeah. Nope. As as you kind of um, are entering into the space, or if you are looking at this, um, roll me D four. Alrighty. The one that you that don't want to step on. That is the stress that you're going to be taking from this. Oh, as you are coming face to face with a thing that should not be. If at any point your control or if your HP is low enough that it hits zero, let me know because the uh, carryover then is attacks your control so so did we all just take the mental damage then yeah Correct. i've got basically uh i'm in the negative now with hp so yeah i've got one hp left you uh, see i've got negative I, hp i had one hp so, until that and now i'm in negative two okay so that then gets your control. your control so it is deducted from that uh, and then after that happens, they said that's going to temporarily lower your score. Once you have an opportunity to rest, you can bring that back up as long as you have some the creature comforts to take care of you. But uh, those who are now uh, at zero HP and are taking control damage, uh, I need you to then um, make me a control check. So that's D20 and you're trying to get your control um, or under. You fail, you take critical stress. I have critical stress. I also have critical stress. 
Fantastic. That is exactly what I am glad to hear. So I need both of you to roll me a d10. I got a 10. I got a 1. I got a rock. Aww. <laughs> hey. All right. No. All right. So, wait, who rolled the one? I did. Okay. So, you start having some very uncomfortable doubts about, well, about everything. It's not enough right now that it's making you stop, but it's a burning paranoia that is building up within you it's like your stomach is kind of falling out from it and it, you feel like sooner or later he just might develop a panic attack but you're holding it off for now yeah but ian uh, we're playing a game okay can what's my character doing nothing yet now friction you rolled a 10 oh wonderful um as you are passing through this area you notice that um, the skin between your your hand is becoming webbed, and you're. I I kind of fail to see how that's a disadvantage in real life. That's just a me thing, though. Let's move on. Um, out of curiosity, friction. How you are beginning to manifest some of these frog-like symptoms. What is some other thing besides the web hand that you're noticing that's happening to your body? I am craving flies. <laughs> like just and mealworms somehow. Right. That's a new and, one. Um and you can tell these other frog creatures, they're just starving as well. Like you nice. feel the shared hunger. And you can't tell if that reviles you or gives you a feeling of belonging. Did anybody else fail? Nope, okay, I got one HP left. Um, okay, so you um, notice, like, so you're hearing those footfalls are coming down the stairs towards the operating theater. These frog creatures are throwing themselves really hard against this uh, plexiglass, and you're starting to see some hairline fractures. The humans that are on the floor are still, like, slumped over trying to, like, plod themselves, like, claw up the wall a little bit um but they're just moaning and you have a door to the south from here the bronze one right yes <clears throat> i'm curious about that because it sounds older than the clinic if it's tarnished bronze so it's a salvage from a barn or something where people thought it would look really good in here or they built I mean, a clinic yeah, around cool. it yeah, it's totally cool. Um, do you guys want to double back and run like hell, or do you want to go through the bronze door? Let's go through the bronze door. Yeah, bronze door. All right. In in for in for a penny. I'll open the bronze door. Okay. And uh, if it's openable, and if not, then I'm going to give it one, two, three tries. Ah. Give me a strength check. So that's d twenty. <laughs> Equal or less. Okay. 
E20 equal or less. Let's see. Um, I believe that I failed that. That's a 17, and my strength is only um, a 10. So, yeah, that's okay. a fail. So you're trying to move, um, to, uh, you're trying to just throw this door open, and it's squealing loudly. You hear the footfalls that are coming down the stairs are saying, I heard a sound. It's coming from over there. You should check it out. And you hear, um, like, the click of a shoulder radio saying, we might need additional officers en route. Cheese it. It's the fuzz. <laughs> I cheese it. For any of you else wanting to... What are the rest of you wanting to do? I mean, all of my weaponry is, like, close combat, so I can either run or stand my ground. There's... Yeah, mine's ranged weapon, so uh, I would like to be further away. So, are you? Am I hearing that you're wanting to hide, or that you're wanting to try opening that door more, or um, like reinforce? Like, what are you? Give me an action. I I had my gun on the ready. Um, fuck it, let's go deeper. We're we're. Yeah, are, it's either surrender or go deeper. Yeah, let's go deeper. Um, it, it, like, Jen, in my experience as a uh, criminal on the game, um, you don't really win a shootout with the cops. Uh, I mean, if I could get on the roof, then I might be able to. <laughs> you pitch anything you're wanting to do? No, door. Okay, so... All right, so you're going to give it a, a shot then, Altry? You want to make a strength check? Uh, Sure, strength check. So roll d20, uh, try to e get under, under. under mm -hmm. and I did the thing. So am I doing a minus to this, or is it just a straight roll for me? That's a straight roll. Meets it beats, right? Is that, the, is that how it works here? Me meets or under? 11 is 11. I meet it. Is that a pass? I, I rolled the same number that is on my sheet. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, with a squeal and a groan, you throw the door open, and the first thing is that there's this blast of fetid air, and it just smells just like a sewer. You see that it is dark down below here, but in the distance there's some flickering light that seems to give you just enough illumination to see some old runged stairs going down into a tunnel. You hear the sound of running water. Temple of the Frog, you guys. You want to go spelunking? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. go on Blaze of Glory. Yeah. The cops get into the operating room and they just like start gagging and heaving as they see the frog body that's just been splayed on the gurney. Um, and you like hear another person saying, like, what the fuck has happened here? One of the cops starts getting really nervous and hear him rack his shotgun. Uh, so, what are the so all of you going down in through the into the tunnel? I believe so. Well, I mean, gee, a, a nervous cop is sure a safe cop. So, yeah, we're gonna go into the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, we have a viewer request to begin the cannibalism. I think that might be pointed <laughs> at you, John. 
All right. Um, so who's um, taking I, what happening? I'm going to roll to commence to cannibalism. Mm. Wait, what? Okay. This is escalating quickly. Real quickly. Oh. All right. So who's taking point? I guess I am. I've got my taser and my axe. I'm and I'm wearing my gas mask. I'm at least hoping I'm intimidating, if nothing else. All right. Uh, so you descend down into the sewers. They're, of course, dark and wet, and there's that flickering light that, at first, you don't see any type of lights. It's just something that's kind of reflecting down this corridor. Um, as you follow it, you feel just this sense of almost like being watched. The walls almost seem like they're closing in on you. There are well, squishy and unpleasant things with every footfall or every step that you take through these tunnels. And you are beginning to hear like sounds like it's the water is beginning to rush hard, like heavier. And so it's hard exactly to make it up, but it almost sounds like faint voices. You get There's to no a squelching. Oh, it. Well, when you look down at your feet, you're just glad you don't have enough light to see what's clinging to the underside of your shoe. This is definitely a bad day for heels for anyone that is wearing heels. Stanley's heels. It is. <laughs> We're all wearing heels. It is very moist down here, indefinitely. Mm. So you're at a T of, of an intersection here where you see this tunnel extending. Um, almost kind of meandering into the darkness. It's where the water is flowing, is like flowing from that direction. And you hear um, from the tunnel that is extending uh, from the other side of this T is where you're seeing more of that light reflecting. And that's where you think that you're hearing a little bit more of um, sounds of people. Do they I mean, sound like... Yeah, go ahead. Do they sound like normal people or do they sound like froggy? Do they have an accent? Um, are they too far away for me to even make it out or is it just like. Burr, 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 burr? It's just enough for your hearing the sounds of something that distinguishable as voice because you're hearing a lot of running, sloshing water sound. It's very echoey in here and it's it's indistinct, but you definitely know that there are people down that side of the corridor. That should Those make it people easy to definitely do sound moist. Yeah, proceed with caution. Yeah. Guns at the ready. Keep quietly. Yeah, guns at the ready. Agreed. And my axe. And my axe. And my taser. <laughs> and my my taser. small glass vial of acid for yes. some reason. <laughs> <clears throat> So this section of the sewer begins to narrow just a bit. And so it almost just feels like a side passage. It begins to curve. And as you take this curve, the light reflects more and more. The squelching in your footsteps gets even thicker as you transition into almost like a muddy-like paste. Or at least you really hope that it's mud. You see that this opens into a round circular chamber that is illuminated with flickering candles. The candles are positioned in the way that when the breeze flickers, all the little flame points align and make 
strange, weird sigils on the wall, and it begins to make an odd crackling sound. In the center of this chamber is a large altar that is made from small to large frogs that are twisted and gnarled together to make this slab. And you see that all the eyes of the frogs are blinking and their throats are still puffing. All the frogs and the altar are alive. Poor bastards. In front of the altar um, is a figure that is kneeling, wearing robes. And next, flanking this large robed figure are two of these frog-like creatures that you saw, like above, also wearing malformed robes that are barely covering it. Um, so I will say that you have had long enough time in the sewer, uh, this walking in this direction that your HP is recovered. Um, if you want to take more time, you can recover your, uh, your control, but otherwise your HP is back. Um, entering into the space, you are feeling reality thin just a bit. Every time that those candles flicker and create this these weird symbols that make your brain itch and swell, um, you, uh, you're taking sanity damage by being in, uh, exposed to the space. So this will be another D4 stress. All right. Retain some HP oh. this time. Okay. So I'm out of HP again. <laughs> Hi guys. Did you, are you at HP zero again. or did it go past that? So I have three hit points and I rolled a four. Um, how are your HP so low? You know, it's it is what it is. It's too late now. It's the second time <laughs> I'm going right. to do negative. We're committed. All right. Uh, that is. Fantastic. Don't ask okay. questions you don't want the answers to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you take uh, another point of control damage, and then I need you to make a control check. So again, that's D20, control, equal, or less. Uh, that's net 20. Net 20. So the robed figure stands and turns. And this figure is a terribly malformed frog person. Um, you see that not only is it a frog person, it looks like another frog is coming out of it. He has like a third, like an, a fourth, I guess fifth, fifth froggy limb coming out of his chest. And he has cool. extra frog-like eyes. He has two sacks that inflate separately. And he points out his webbed gnarled hand while the other one has a symbol inscribed on it he says you are the one that has been called to us and uh, when you look at how his hand has a glowing sigil on it you see that that symbol is glowing in the center of Alter's forehead oh. you are the chosen one take your place on the altar and the other frogs turn and begin to hum and croak ominously as their throat sacks pulse and time. A group of frogs is called a choir. Aww. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah it's like very that. beautiful and very cute. I like I know this is ominous and crazy and terrible, but frogs are gosh darn cute. I love And frogs. I would love to hear a bunch of human sized frogs croaking in unison. Yeah, so man. I bet it would thromble in just like the most gorgeous way. As long as the human was taken out of the equation, as long as they were just frogs that size, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good sure with what's happening. Event for my student loans, so. <laughs> um. Ooh, I should have done that earlier, but we'll do that later. All right. Uh, so you said that you might want to shoot. Yeah. Or are I... you wanting to take your place since you are, as they say, you're you're a chosen one. I mean, that's up to you. You can turn that down. I was chosen once, called her my wife, and she left me. I can't trust no frog people to stay with me. I don't have the required equipment, and quite frankly, they freak me out. And that's when I start firing. Okay, so uh, as you pull up your weapon, so the first thing we need to do is we're going to do initiative slightly differently in this because hits are automatic. So everyone who wants to engage in combat right now needs to make a deck save. If you pass your deck save, then you move before the enemy does. Okay. And, and dex is uh, d20? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I fail big time. Me too. I failed by two. What about you, Pitch? Sorry, what do I roll? What am I just 20 for dex, equal or less? Yeah, dex. Uh, I, I, so here comes the bargain. Uh, well, let me, <laughs> let me suggest something. Let me suggest something. Let me suggest I roll. Yeah, I will roll the die. Oh, look at that. A one on my d8. Why would you roll a no. d8? Because it's no. less than nine, and my my stat is nine. Ian. I like I this feel like that's a, I feel like that's obvious. Yeah, that's that's way smarter. Let me what's, get a d17. <laughs> so, um, maybe, maybe what we need is stakes. Maybe <laughs> if he if he loses the um, Baltusburger bargain yes, of the he evening, needs a it's a it's a critical fail. Now now now, Charles, I want to remind you that when I was running my game, I stuck with the Baltusburger bargains <laughs> yes, you for did. you. Like I am not I am not a cruel yeah. Baltusburger. No, I no. giveth and I continue to giveth. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. He's a generous. What I'm saying is worship me. <laughs> Uh, I rolled so, an 11, which is two over. All right. So the priest, as you pull your weapon up the fire, has this look of both disappointment, but also chagrin. Like, And it's one of his, uh, his third eye just kind of just like blinks at this very strange rhythm. Like he's kind of almost splitting at once. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, it's like a blink, blinky uh, the fish from uh, the Simpsons yeah, okay, um, and you could see that like as this is happening like more of his like his face is almost splitting and you're starting to see another gnarled limb kind of just protruding out from underneath his skin um, and 
you see that uh, his new little hand is beginning to carve runes into his flesh, and they grow purple. It seems to almost slow time a bit, and he seems to move faster than all of you. And he walks closer to you, Alter. Every step is almost there's there's the soundtrack that is playing from his two frog acolytes that are humming and croaking these strange frog pains as he advances and he just puts a webbed hand on your sniper rifle and just lowers it and looks you right in the eyes roll me a control save and I might Alter. convert to the Kermit's witnesses. Yeah, this I was just saying, you're cool. not making the sound less cool. Yeah. And that is how frogs reproduce in the wild, right? You know, splitting in half. Arcanogenesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so remember how last week I couldn't roll anything above like a four? Yeah. I do. It yeah. was hilarious. I'm on fire tonight. What did you roll? <laughs> Rolled an 18. So I it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that tonight's an Adirondack night. No. You yeah. are beginning to feel this strong, unearthly sense of belonging that you've never had, and it's tearing at you. You're beginning to feel that panic attack also well up in you at the same time, and you're feeling this dread of what if this is what I was really meant for. Uh, Maybe you I never put my gun down. You never forget your first death cult. It's like falling in love. You find yourself beyond your own control, putting the gun down on the floor. And the frog priestess looks at you and just croaks from one sack, good, and from the other one, good. And again, just lead you to the altar. Like, you're feeling yourself fighting it, but also wanting it at the same time. The other two frog acolytes, since all of you failed your initiative, also take their turn. One just serenely, while not even stopping its humming and croaking, just goes up and picks up the sniper rifle and just begins to very slowly and methodically take it apart and just lay it in pieces on the floor. Hmm. The other one... Um, stands up and approaches you, Friction, and he holds out a thin box full of flies and just <laughs> looks at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His other hand is in his pocket, but this one hand has a chest of flies extended. I would have made it All a right. jar of flies. Come on, man. So we'll do, I'm going to do round robin from there. And um, so what's we'll top of the initiative is going to be uh, it's going to be pitch followed by riddle, then it's friction, and then ulcer. Um, so I have a question. Yes. I have a toy. Are you you're in my character sheet right now? Uh, I'm highlighting yes. my toy. That does not sound right. Okay. Um, I don't have a way to actually like uh get that going. Yes, you do. <laughs> there are candles all over this place. Thank you. Okay, lovely. 
Um, what about scented oil? Uh, <laughs> a shot, a CD, perhaps. I hey, I told you the 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 guy said I had to get twenty five out. Um, That's right. I I reach back with something in my hand, kind of putting it near a candle. It's not my. I don't know about y'all. I am not that stretchy. At least not when when when. Okay. Uh, and once it lights, I'm going to lob my uh my Can you show uh, me that lob motion in slow motion. That lob mm. motion again. So, in slow motion. There so we go. This, and again, this is a. So this is an interesting scenario because you have a blast radius weapon that you're using in a small underground chamber. There is there is no iron team, but there are several in. <laughs> Fuck it, I cast fireball. <laughs> I love All it. Right. So wonderful. This is a yes and moment as yes and roll for damage. <laughs> How da, dead da, are we? Da, 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 da. So um, this causes damage ongoing until it gets put out. Yeah. I assume on everyone it splashes. <laughs> yes, uh, and everyone I in this room. <laughs> I'm fucked. Okay, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so everyone takes four points of damage you this, this is physical so if you have armor it you to do from armor anything that's over from that gets taken away from your strength if that's happened and you've taken damage to your strength um uh, let me know and you need to roll a strength save uh, as you are taking critical damage so so what happens hypothetically if you're at zero <laughs> so that means you're taking that strength baby Correct. So all goes from strength. It's when your strength becomes zero that you die, die. Okay. All right. So who is taking who's okay. So go ahead and make your uh, strength saves. If you're taking strength damage. Oh my gosh. Okay. I actually passed. Okay. Yeah. I've got one. HP. I've got armor. Okay. So at one point. So this chamber <clears throat> is on fire. The frogs go from mirthful, playful pans of worship to tortured screeching, and this room is just absolutely resonating with the sound of screams. The candles that are now melting in wax, the wax melts together into a terrible sigil that churns purple and glows with purple flames sprouting out of it as well and it is beginning to trickle across the room making fractal like runes um, that burn your eyes just as much as the fire that are burning your eyes in this room um, <laughs> so from here every round that you stay you're going to take additional fire damage so uh, that is one action you get two actions what is your other action pitch um, I am going to again no I and team, but I believe there are several in. Fuck it, I use acid spray. 
I whip the lid awesome. off the acid and hard. <laughs> you are literally volatilizing acid in an enclosed yeah. chamber. Yep. Everybody's that is dead. also going to be a blast. Yeah, everybody's yeah. dead, and that's awesome. No, I was just letting you know. I was just letting you know. I will, yeah. I will let you know. That's awesome. That we have needed a explosive self-immolating yes. in this party for years. Yes, it's yeah. about damn time. Yeah, it's about exactly. Damn time. It's about time. damn time. In a minute, I'm gonna catch fireball and kill everyone in the room. <laughs> I can safely say I did not see where this was going to end. So roll me damage, pitch. I will happily roll damage. Now the good I news is that doesn't do quite as much damage until it. You know, chemical reaction. But it's, it's until, but it's until removed. So it does D4 damage until you remove the acid, and it's caustic liquids that burns through materials. Yeah, so that's seven. That, so I rolled a three, which means on top of the fire, we're doing seven damage around, baby. Yeah, that does it for All me. Right. I got to do the helper. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm still alive. Okay, so. And so I need you to make your strength check. So I'm assuming everyone is now taking critical damage. Yep. I brought me your strength check. No. Uh, find out how I do on I killed. This. I killed that. Holy shit. Did I actually okay. pass that? So Hang on a second. What's real bad? I passed um, my strength check. Okay. Well, that's great because you see that... Be nice. Alter is slumped over, incapacitated, and he is his flesh is both burning off and melting off. And you see the frog priest is desperately crying with all of his burning limbs, trying to scoop him off the ground. Uh yeah. all right, so that is your turn. I wish uh, I could have done more. So, Riddle, you had been covered in fire and now you're covered in acid you might be blinded you're holding together by a thread what do you do well i gotta be real with you man i think we're all dead and i think this feels like a natural stopping point I was hoping that you'd at least crawl half of a room away, like saying, "Like I don't know, Rosebud." As you like burble into them, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to spend you an my, opportunity I'm for gonna... your dying breath to curse Zoidberg. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to use my my dying breath to emit uh, the most high pitched shriek. It's uh, so high pitched that only um, the Count's bats can hear it. As I wow. am burned to a crisp, yeah. So I like it. the last thing that you see before you die is just um, the three weeping eyes of the frog priest just desperately trying to salvage Alter <laughs> and put him mm -hmm. on the frog altars. All the frogs that make it up are screaming as they pop one by one, bursting like super heated, heated grapes. And uh, that that is your last thing that you see before you are blinded and then die of acid and fire inhalation awesome so uh another mission failed successfully question mark hell yeah the i consider i consider a tpk a successful evening did i die though i mean they're gonna put me back together that's not the question. The question no, is, everyone's going, to, everyone's going to die in that room. You've managed to solve one 
real bad problem without knowing what the problem exactly was. So great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I feel positive about what has happened here. Yeah, I think we I mean I'd be yeah. tempted to call the frog cult like, oh, they were so peaceful, they disassembled the sniper rifle. But there's like dead crunched up folks all over town. So I, like I, I can't under God now. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Now you'll never know why. Or how, as well. Yeah. Unless, you never got to the cannibalism. Unless, you, oh, you've uh, let, I, I you have let one down of the frogs as I die. <laughs> I eat one of the frogs as I die. There you go. There you um, go. What is that cannibalism yet? Are you frog enough? For yes, I am. Okay. That was my dark secret. Mm. Ooh, secret frog. Oh, are you one of the frog people? I was all... So long as there are no follow-up questions and you don't look at my character sheet, then yes. <laughs> okay, okay. The whole time. Yeah. We were actually all secretly fun people. John, oh. Palm, the, Palm the Palm has rated you just as a 2 out of 5 on the cannibalism scale. Oh, that's Not uh, even half that's... a cannibal. John, I'm going to have to deduct Palm... a point. <laughs> Palm, I want you to know... I want you to know that I have the flu right now, and unfortunately, human meat causes a phlegm buildup, and so I'm I'm going light on the cannibalism just so I can like expectorate. Uh, well. So you're just trying you're trying not to get a frog in your throat. Oh. Fucking hey! After I've done the acid in Charles's face, I'm going to Indiana. Ian, <laughs> good luck getting that through TSA, bitch. <laughs> Ian, that's another point for you, giving you the score of 27 for tonight. Uh, wow. Charles Bernard, you have a score of four. Bridget, that's not bad. Only two. I'm sorry, John. Yeah. You're at you're at negative one tonight, buddy. <laughs> Um, you know okay. what? It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I, I, I literally people... thought his next words were going to be, you're fired. I thought oh, no, was, no. You know what? Out of here. <laughs> you know so what? People... Built this. Built this kingdom from ash and bone. <laughs> Take this bullshit from y'all. You know what? You you know what? Right. To ash That's and four points for you. Okay. Uh, I built so for this people, kingdom from ash and bone is actually one of the more badass things I've ever heard you say. You know? Yeah, it really is. So, for people who are, are curious at purchasing a copy of *Luminal Horror*, the this is the introductory module. It's in the back, and it's written in a way that gives you lots of different setup for different clues and hooks and timelines and like a doom clock npcs and other things so no two games are the same um it allows you to take the things that you know about your party uh, from page 11 getting to know your character and the party and building a campaign around them and the unique strengths and talents that they have and there's a lot of really great third-party content, including um, a one of the other ventures that I'd love to run at some point at a con, um, which is a museum of like dream art. That is really something um, pretty uh, pretty neat. There is also a liminal kaiju uh, expansion on itch that I picked up uh, just yesterday, I think. So lots much? of really cool shit. Uh, it is uh, it is a pay what you will with a suggested price of three dollars. 
Uh, I recommend if you decide you're going to add a couple bucks on top of that just to like show your support, maybe you look at how much you've added and you made sure you've changed the price to five instead of just added a five on the end, turning it into $35. <laughs> but you know what? Um, uh, it's also kind of cool. It is all just kind of cool to support indie creators, so I'm not mad. Uh, I picked up my copy of uh, Liminal Horror on uh, Exalted Funeral, where I got the book and uh, a couple of third-party, or maybe not third-party, but a couple of uh, <laughs> expansion zines mm -hmm. at the same time. I'm proud uh, of you. And I, I encourage you to do the same. Um so news, news, news. We have some news, I think. I think we have some important news. Um, last night, the it's Godless in the Awards. document in the, yeah. What? Oh, I, I, there's news preloaded for you in the document in the shared drive, but that's oh, cool. Oh, thank you. So last night, I will pull it up as I say this. Last night uh, was the annual Godless 666 Awards. A uh, an award show specifically for uh, indie horror uh, that kind of you know lends itself to the extreme and splatterpunk scene, but isn't necessarily only that. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, Abhorrent Faith by uh, John Baldisberger took home the bronze medal for best novella. Um. I'm very proud of that, and I'm very happy. Um, it was pretty fantastic. Uh, Congrats, and, and thank you, and a huge honor. If you were interested in checking out Abhorrent Faith, which uh, is a book I wrote in response to someone trying to burn down my synagogue, a very angry uh, book, uh, it's on Amazon and on Godless. Um, now, Confirmed Sighting uh, is out on ebook and paperback um which uh is that a is that your book or is that an anthology you're in bridget it's um a cryptid triptych three novellas in one cool awesome so go get bridget's novella which is inside confirmed sighting go do that now uh that yeah. way that way when you get it now uh you can take it with you when you go and visit uh, Bridget at StokerCon and get her to sign it, which would be a good use of your time and your money. Um, one thing that's exciting is um, Charles Bernard, you have a uh, blog, saltcitycenter.com. And Salt through, City I think, blogspot.com. Thank you. Uh, I think, th uh, first of all, people can find all of your books and all your writings on there and follow kind of your misadventures. But also through your affiliate program with Amazon, you offer not only truck nuts, but anal cat covers, the little jewels that you hang over oh. a cat's tail to cover their anus. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty I didn't amazing. Know there was such a thing, and that's that's really something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, now this is fun. Uh, I've spent a big chunk of the day sending out uh, MadnessHeart.press orders uh, for some of our new books, including Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town by Rath James White, mm -hmm. Beautiful Darkness by Jay Wilburn. I sent out some copies of Odd Gobs, Whispers of the Dead Saint, 
Uh, and uh, I will also say we have two books. I think okay. I believe we have two books coming this month. Uh, we definitely definitely have Mr. Charles Bernard's new novel. Um, he led us into the wilderness and spoke to us, which yeah, is a true crime slash historical book about Jonestown and that cult mixed with cosmic horror. And if that yeah. doesn't get you off, like I'm not sure Madness Art Press is the press for you. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. Where can I buy that? So you get the most dollars. Uh, I don't know where I get the most dollars, but buy it through madnessart.press because that's where I would recommend. And um, what John means by historical, etc. I I did a lot of research for this book to capture um, what very well might have been one person's story, and in at least one person's case, the bare bones of the case were actually their story. And then I just sort of did the novelization thing, added in characterization, you know, some stuff like that. So it's based on 100% real events, except for the cosmic horror elements, which were regrettably absent from the uh, – I say regrettably because what happened was totally a human thing and not something perpetuated by – We can blame on the outside. Exactly, which is in its way much more terrible. Um, but yeah, so that comes out on the 28th. Pick it up. He led us into the wilderness and spoke to us about Jonestown, and uh, it's by me, Charles R. Bernard. Yep, and we'll also and probably be dropping a, a reprint from uh, Edward Lee. Um, it's called The Backwoods. Mm -hmm. uh, what I will say about The Backwoods is it is really, really horny. Um, <laughs> if you want, if you want Ed Lee at his, so are the Backwoods. Uh, when I was, <laughs> when I was, when I was uh getting ready to like when he sent me like hey you could publish this i was like i mean you need the reviews of it uh you know ed lee is an author that gets a lot of a widespread reviews from five star to one star but mm -hmm. every review was like this is this one's real horny y'all <laughs> uh, one of the reviews one of the reviews awesome. stated i believe i think this book's a new record for the number of times someone has written the word nipple <laughs> um, so that's what that's what you got to look forward to my friends um uh that's uh that's the majority of what we have going on uh i will be at um the, the denver comic con at the end of the month but i'm gonna talk about that later next week bridget at stoker uh get her new book uh, I'll have the pre-order for charles's new book up in the next couple of days so pre-order that and uh it has one of my favorite covers. Um, Charles and I went back and forth on it a lot. Uh, tempers got heated. Shirts came off. Then we made out, and we made yep. a really cool cover. Tempers so, heard all uh, that got heated. And yeah. uh, if you look at the pinned tweet on my Twitter account, at CR Bernard, um, I worked with uh, Simone, one of our in-house artists, to do a cover that's mm -hmm. based on the actual cover from the People Temple's Choir's 1973 LP he's able and what we pulled off did I think a really great job of yeah. capturing how unintentionally in 1973 creepy and foreboding that album cover was so right. yeah yeah so with all that said um the other thing you need to do is follow us on Twitter that's um at one moncast.com uh you can also follow us on uh uh Facebook but 
I will say our Twitter feed, Charles manages that, and it it is like chock full of cool shit and cool gaming news. Um, you should also go over to bogwizard.bigcartel.com. Uh, link will be in the show notes for that, where you can pick up the album Purple Biasmic Smoke. Hell yeah. Purple Biasmic Fog. I am very I think sick. it's Purple Biasmic um, Smoke. I think, I think it is. Um, our theme song, Barbaria, is off that album, and mm-hmm. it slaps, which is why yep. we use it as a theme song, and they are nice guys. Um, yes, yeah, they do an end. They are, because oh, this is Pride Month. Happy Pride, y'all. They are doing a fundraiser where you can support the Trevor Project by buying an exclusive rainbow logo version of the Bog Wizard shirt, which is really cool. And also they're playing a show in Michigan, if you are a Michiganian. Um, Michigander. This weekend. Michiganian? Michigander. With yeah, all this see, said, good. I'm supporting Pride, y'all. With yep. all this said, friends, thank you for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wondering Monster. My name is John Baldisberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I am Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. I've been uh, just a traveler here on the vast scope of the internet, just trying to say that my my <laughs> real name is Mr. Paschke. <laughs> friends we will return next week and when we do the frogs will pass judgment <laughs>